Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. Hello guys, welcome to the new episode of Everyday Talkies. Today I have a new guest with me. His name is Arthak Gulati. So he is my college mate, friend and yeah, I forced him to join me in this podcast as I have done with all my guests. So hey Arthak, how are you doing? Hi Anshul, I am doing good. I just got off work a while ago as you know and I'm now just uh, I'm not forcing you too much right this would, uh, no, I'll, I'll keep this relaxing for you I'll not uh, you know delve into too high intensity topics we'll keep this casual and probably uh, keep right. high intensity topics. even though high intensity topics as you might remember from college are my specialty oh guys I'm um, trust me if Sartak enjoys this episode, recording this episode you're going to see more of him and he has lots of things to discuss and talk about <laughs> but yeah we'll get to that in due course and we'll first so first uh, tell me like this is the first question basically I ask anybody who has ever like who first comes to the podcast is all right how has the past 8 months been a different change of pace from the regular lifestyle and especially for you you know for somebody who does not know Sarthak Sarthak is that kind of guy who I don't think so can stick at home like he's the person who wants to go out he wants to meet exactly. new people and interact with them and for the past 7 or 8 months things have not uh, like changed for the worst or whatever uh, so how how has the lockdown been for you? So beginning the lockdown was quite like you know the beginning of the lockdown was quite problematic for me as well because uh, I mean you know I was used to meeting uh, like you know our friends Aniruddha, Bebin and all of those people from college I was used to meeting them every week or twice a week, thrice a week and then going from there to just sitting at home was first of all quite hard and uh, you know beginning was quite difficult but then as I progressed into work from home situation and I started uh, getting used to the uh, fact that I have to work at home and uh, you know communicate with my colleagues on- online it kind of settled in in the beginning I we had problems with uh, let's say you know mostly communication problems uh, but then you know like it slowly decreased and now it, it, it became streamlined uh, one big event in the lockdown was that I lost my father uh, but then you know like uh, not because of coronavirus though just let me add that but uh, yeah I did and uh, so family used to be a big support for me like you know family is still a big support for me when I'm not going out uh, I usually just sit and enjoy a talk with my father or, a, or my sister I help my sister with her careers career like you know career guidance and stuff because uh, I mean if you remember right I used to do that back in college I used to teach classes on uh, uh, finishing schools as in yeah. resume writing job interview skills selecting the right job for you or you know applying to foreign universities and all of that so I do that with my sister as well and my cousin so that's how I spent my time my relaxing time used to be let's say uh, like you know have a drink with my sister or have a drink with my aunt that kind of thing uh, but then you know I did not really miss uh, I did not really miss my life back then because of my family so yeah that's about it yeah since you brought that up you know things have been really um, topsy-turvy for you in the lockdown and um, right. like you can tell me if this is not, if this is something which you won't, don't want to discuss but uh, 
how has things changed in family you know because um, obviously tragedies happened and you're dealing with it and you have mm-hmm. i know you are one of the strongest person i know and you've been dealing with it quite tremendously how how has your life changed right so the fact that i work in the world of data analytics has been a really good help because uh, data analysts usually earn very lucrative salaries yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um losing like the main breadwinner of my family wasn't that hard. But then, you know, like a lot of psychological issues come up with it because right. I lost my father right in front of me and uh, like you know, me and my sister were the people who carried him to the hospital and stuff. That kind of left some post traumatic stress and uh, it uh, leads to like you know how you see flashbacks and stuff happen in uh, TV series. Uh, that kind of happens in real life. like i mean uh, that's a very accurate rep- representation of how post traumatic stress manifests and uh, yeah so it was that for a while uh, now we're kind of recovering in the recovery phase like you now we are settling like you know settling down properly in terms of the in terms of how we perform at jobs or college and uh, like you know family dynamic has changed quite a lot earlier when my dad used to be there like you know it used to have like there used to be a very different dynamic between me and my sister now that dynamic is changing towards uh, instead of hand holding it's changing to guide a more mature kind of a uh, setting yes so i mean whenever you lose a person like uh, i think the most part Uh, the most uh, problematic the most uh, uh, painful part is the absence of like you know like of their presence kind of the absence of their presence you turn your head and you you just see them sitting there for a second and then uh, suddenly they're not there that kind of thing has happened so if i talking about the psychological process that happens uh, in when you lose someone it's kind of like losing a great opportunity in life so let me ask you anshul have you ever lost something uh, really great uh, that you were aiming for i i uh, like i mean if you could share your experience here then i would uh, move forward with what i was going to say oh damn it's a tough spot you put me in uh, directly let's say if you've uh, uh, not like you know let's say if you've Uh, missed a deadline which you which you really wanted to uh, get to or you've you've set for a placement which which didn't really happen stuff like that yeah i could say i think the biggest one probably in my life uh, if i remember the top of my head would be that i aimed for a different career path um, okay. like a very very different from what uh, i'm pursuing and it's not like i don't like this one i'm enjoying this one as well but uh, you know that was you know one of your it's like your dream uh, that one day you want to do that in one way or the other and i'm sure in future if opportunities will arise and you'll have to grab on to the right ones you can fulfill it in one way or the other but yeah if like yeah missing that mark i think could be one thing that i could you know give as an example to you okay so i mean in both of these situations have you noticed how in the beginning like when you lose something in the beginning let's say uh, let's say you know about your career jo- career uh, choice when you got into a career choice career path which was very different from what you had imagined yourself in the beginning that change is all you think about yeah then slowly this fades away uh, you think about it let's say uh, like you know after like like you know like after a few hours or uh, you think about it once a day after that you think about it once every week after that and slowly this decreases right so that process happens but before that process starts you have your five stages of grieving and those all those five stages of grieving kind of you know uh, you go through very fast when you lose something which is you know uh, easily replaceable such as a career path so these stages 
kind of happen quite fast you're first in denial you kind of start thinking about how it has not happened what has happened has not happened like you know like uh, when when like the coroner at the hospital came and told me that uh, your dad is no more at first i was like i, I said kya bakwas kar rahe ho ha oh, yeah. not of that right so that is the denial phase and then slowly uh, you know you will notice this with all kinds of losses there are like you know this is a set methodology that humans like you know humans used to move on from losses and then slowly acceptance comes so after this acceptance comes then your uh, you know like the the amount of times you think about it in a unit of time kind of decreases slowly so i mean there are like you know first you go through the five stages of grief every time you lose something so yeah so i mean it's it's like losing your career path but at an astronomical scale according to I'm your sure you're brain. simplifying it a lot but you know i basically wanted to bring this up i know it's a conversation between us but i wanted to bring it up for everybody here because um you know these instances beat anything and affects our mental health in a variety of ways um i have never done a you know particular episode on mental health i don't know how much we ourselves are capable enough to you know speak on that so I'll probably you know contact an expert and bring them here and you know talk about that but i just want to just bring the topic out and just close it off here and here is that it's a very important aspect of life um, you know whenever there's a cut uh, in your finger you treat it immediately but mental health is something which goes unnoticed there are some orthodox or not right. sorry orthodox sentiments um, among amongst everybody so and that needs to be um, catered very i would say carefully it has to be very handled carefully it is something that can be treated it is something that can be managed and um, yeah people should be more aware about it and um, yeah i i'm not speak too much because obviously i am not much aware about this but i'm sure going to you know bring some experts who are licensed in this field or are studying in this field who can talk about this but yeah um as arthak mentioned that there are different aspects to it and it all these things um, should not be underestimated that is what i wanted to say right so i mean just talking just you know just uh, chiming in uh, something else here like i mean human brain has certain set patterns which are associated with emotions and uh, these set patterns like you know are uh, at whatever scale something is happening if it generates those emotions you will fall into those patterns right so let's say a loss a loss leads you to the five like you know five stages of grief and uh, let's say uh, romantic relationships uh, a child actually learns how to act in romantic relationships uh, by the way they act with their parents for girls it's the relationship that they carry with their dads and for guys it's the relationship that they carry with their moms in the beginning is again a very complicated topic to discuss but uh, right we leave that to the experts yeah but generally speaking it like you know human brains have set patterns which they uh, which they could get into whenever they are uh, in a specific kind of situation which arouses a specific emotion yeah makes sense makes sense but yeah we'll not uh, dwell too much into it because always this podcast will go all about mental health because there's so much to talk about right. there's so much to uh, you know educate our everyone who's listening about this but yeah we'll leave that to another day but okay let's move on to a more lighter note more happier note so have you learned or you know have you pursued a new hobby this lockdown so i started watching a lot of videos on stuff about the space i i actually got into astrology astronomy sorry i wait, got into wait, astronomy wait, wait, wait. This, this episode is going to get so much more interesting now yeah go ahead <laughs> i this is this is you know like so i all my life i've always you know thought about uh, uh, you know getting into sciences but uh, as you know i i went from a commerce path to then computer science and now mathematics but uh, never really explored sciences like you know classical sciences 
is that well so this lockdown i have started uh, exploring uh, quantum mechanics and uh, uh, stuff about astronomy uh, the reason why i went into it is because my cousin is uh, the president of the astronomy club at his college and he just kind of started telling me one or two really interesting facts about uh, uh, space and uh, then i just started watching videos on youtube one after the other binge watching them so i mean you know like one interesting fact that i learned uh, just let's say 3 months ago almost uh, would be that our solar system itself uh lives in a sort of bubble it's called the oort oort cloud yeah. and uh, it's basically just a bubble of dust around our solar system and i mean how cool is that that uh, there is you know like uh, stuff that's protecting us from the radiation that that's you know entering the that, that is trying to enter the solar system from the rest of the space it kind of speaks about i mean how entropy creates really perfect mechanisms for uh, uh, life or for you know like systems basically like processes that happen in the solar system they're like you know they're just created because of how it has turned out i mean the universe the universe seems random but it is deterministic but it is yeah. random at the same time yeah, so a, it's like, a huge huge field you know where um, right the universe seems so random but even if you change one of the values even to the millionth of a degree or something right. then life does not exist uh, point that so yeah it's very interesting right. and i like i'm super glad that you're uh, into this now uh, because this is like my all true love space astronomy and all of that and i've <laughs> always been into that but i'm i'm really you know upset with myself that i could not get you into this probably i didn't know that you were you had those budding uh, curiosity about this but yeah, i'm glad that your brother could insight it even uh, i didn't know that thavel uh, you know our classmate even uh, he was into right. astronomy he was into astrophotography and all of that and i got to know you know after i saw his instagram photos after we graduated <laughs> and damn you know right uh people having same interests and didn't really uh talk too much about it but yeah i i get that but yeah that's really that's a really cool thing that you developed and i have these occasional group i would say podcast episodes which is a much more celebratory in nature where uh, we mm-hmm. did one which was on the 51st anniversary of man's first landing on moon where we got some of my friends and everyone who was basically interested in space and astronomy and to you know just chime in talk about their favorite missions talk about anything that they love about space so the, you know and we had like seven or eight guests everyone was interacting it was a lot of fun so you know i plan on doing those occasionally because come on this is like i want to build a community with people having similar right. interests so that would be fun i would next time contact you so we could talk about right. that more another great thing here is how you know how we perceive uh like you know nature and in terms of mathematics so i mean have you heard about uh, like like you know let's start with a very common example the fibonacci series right i mean it is found everywhere in nature and somehow organic stuff kind of grows that way uh, you can the, the kind of angles that you find uh, that flowers grow in or uh, how you see that uh, uh, the face your face the human face is structured uh, there are there basic it's basically a lot of fibonacci series uh, like you know it, the shape is kind of you know like uh, uh, it it grows in the form that a fibonacci uh, spiral grows and that kind of is interesting as well and then the concept of fractals uh, how the golden ratio is found in nature is is also damn interesting here like you know how trees uh, the branches of trees bifurcate itself is a really good example of uh, uh, the good golden ratio being like you know in action and we don't know where these constants come from we don't know where the golden ratio comes from or uh, where the the value for pi comes from but it just exists in nature somehow and uh, that kind of makes me feel how the universe is just mathematically accurate and uh, that kind of enhances the uh, the possibility for me like you know 
for me it kind of enhances the pos- enhances the possibility of the simulation theory being correct as in uh, how how light cannot reach from one uh, one corner of uh, our solar system to another in uh, in a matter of uh, you know a fraction of uh, a very small fraction of a setting second cannot reach from one end of my solar system to another but at the same time if two particles at two ends of our solar system are quantum entangled they can interchange information instantaneously yep and that is damn interesting for me to know oh this is so exciting you know i have always wanted somebody who was into this stuff you know and with such deep level and it's refreshing to know that you're talking about quantum entanglement and how information spreads through vast amount of space in just fraction of seconds you know crossing the boundaries of speed and then you uh, determine how exactly that is possible yeah it, 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 these are really fascinating things you know what i'll uh, will talk about this more after the episode and i'll recommend you some books and i'll get some recommendations from you as well so i am not the correct person to talk about this if you want a proper deep explanation about quantum mechanics then your previous speaker anirudh is your guy he is the person who explained quantum mechanics to me in the beginning and i am a person who doesn't have a physics background i am a person who does not understand physics but like you know i mean uh, like the way he explained quantum entanglement quantum superposition and uh, the basics of quantum mechanics to me uh, was just mind blowing i mean after that i could uh, probably talk about it for hours <laughs> yeah and uh, guys for anybody who does not remember who anirudh was anirudh was uh, uh, he was who came in our i think 8th or 9th episode if i remember the numbers correctly um we were talking about you know computer building and laptop buildings and all of that so there was there was a two parter episode there so you guys can check that out and you know what we need to do an episode with you and anirudh together because that would be a blast because that is a gold mine content right. anybody <laughs> if anybody stumbles on will never ever regret listening to it then we can definitely do that yeah yeah absolutely but yeah it's awesome that you are getting into this but okay to close this off and you know we can delve into other things a bit later but um how was the career uh, going for you because uh, again this is a topic which is i think quite prevalent in all my episodes i would say uh, with different all people right. because um, you know given that our age we are in that point where everyone is figuring out different things in their life with their career everyone you know somebody has their own startup somebody had started a startup stopped it now going into jobs somebody you know did uh, computer science and now is studying politics and things have changed drastically somebody is contemplating right. you know, going abroad somebody is uh, contemplating doing the traditional route mba route or you know all of these things so mm-hmm. let's go back you know let's say i would say 10 15 years in past when the young sarthak <laughs> gulati was uh, dreaming of a career path and how things changed from that so let's talk over that so the earliest example of this i can remember is when i was about 10 years old back then i used to say that i wanted to become a doctor if you can believe that oh wow uh, it has been a roller coaster ride since then i first wanted to be a doctor then i got interested in accountancy so i was like I, i'll go for a chartered accountant and uh, uh, back, back when i graduated graduated from school i mean uh, i thought i would go become a computer science engineer a software engineer so to say a classic software engineer basically that since then again it's it's been a roller coaster ride like i mean it's not only the early part of my life which has been a roller coaster ride just going back two more years speaking of 10th grade 10th 11th and 12th i did not know what i was doing in mathematics i mean mathematics used to be my weakest point i frequently used to fail at the subject i never used to understand what the application of a mathematics was when someone used to you know even statistics like just basic statistics if someone used to say uh, like you know i couldn't tell the difference between a mode and a median back when i was like you know back when i was in 10th uh, grade so just to interrupt you guys 
what Sarthak is saying right now is that he did not understand statistics, and the job that he does right now is is statistics, <laughs> nothing else. Just right, to exactly. Context, but yes, Sarthak, <laughs> go continue. Yeah, I did not understand statistics back then. Then I so the main reason why students do not really are not really able to choose a career path early on in their life is mostly because of the kind of teachers they get at school. Teachers usually play a huge role in uh, getting a student interested in a subject. I had really great teachers for commerce. That's why accountancy, business studies, and economics used to be my strong points. Um, coming to mathematics, I never really had teachers who wanted to explain to me why mathematics was applicable, and that is why I kind of never really became interested in mathematics. Mm-hmm. For science, I also had really great teachers. So that is exactly why I thought, okay, cool, I want to study biology. I want to become a doctor. so there was no teach i did not get a teacher who was able to build interest for me in mathematics back in school and then i came to college i came to college thinking that i would join um, like you know like talking about university entrances mm-hmm. i applied for both vba and bca oh okay, okay? Mm-hmm. vba is bachelor of business administration mm-hmm. where bca is bachelor of computer applications and uh, i wrote both their exams at several universities i got into both bca and vba and then i thought all right uh, if i'm going into management i would be like a cliche all of my friends are doing management is what i thought this is this is my exact this thing so so i'm not saying that i used to be i was smart about my uh, degree choice <laughs> but like you know you i mean emotional. that's how that's how an 18 year old thinks yeah. right i don't be a cliche that kind of thing and that's why i thought all right i'll do something which none of my peers are doing mm-hmm. and i got into computer science so Computer science and I have a history that goes really long back. I started coding in HTML when I was about nine uh, years old. That's it, nine or ten years old. I started coding in HTML, and from there I moved into like CSS, a bit of JavaScript. I used to dabble into a lot of programming languages, a lot of different programming languages. I got into uh, learning how, like you know, data is stored uh, as you know JSON, XML files and stuff. I got to learn uh, that as well. Then I finally learned uh, SQL. Uh, SQL used to be my uh, best, uh, like you know, like I used to be really happy writing SQL queries. How, like I used to wonder. at how computers store data and stuff so that kind of like you know it really like you know I, i always used to wonder about how computer work how a computer works and stuff and so that's why i always wanted like you know so when i wrote code right i used to feel like i'm performing magic it used to feel like a fantastical thing of being able to get a computer to do something for you right even if it was a hello world program yeah uh, you know like yeah it used to feel really good like you know cool i'm telling it to do something and it's doing something it's like it's like a creation coming to life right it used to yeah it's a creation coming to life exactly and then i went on to study c c++ all of those classical programming languages i graduated from like you know from school and then i went on to study computer science at college as well which is where i actually understood how much i love computer science because earlier it used to be just a hobby uh, now it had become a career path for me for the first 2 years of college i used to be used to delve into how uh, i'd be become i'd be going forward to become a computer science engineer or uh, a software engineer or something like a database administrator all of those classic jobs which used to uh, like you know used to be there in the computer science industry mm-hmm. 20 years ago uh, i mean I, i remember back in 2000s that like whenever i used to hear someone doing a computer science job either they were a computer operator or they used to be a technical assistant 
or they used to be a software engineer and being a software engineer used to be held in really high regard back then but then you know like the good times came which is now now the, like you know the computer science industry has uh, expanded so much that uh, there are there's like you know a software engineer is just the beginning or the tip of the iceberg of how many career choices you can have in this Correct. field so in the second year of uh, computer like you know bca i i i started reading up on how uh, mathematics could help uh, mathematics could be applied and it was just because i got really great teachers for mathematics back in college uh, i i'm sure you remember them as well yeah Mantos yeah absolutely kita ma'am they they i actually uh, still regard i still have a really high regard for them because they uh, they actually got me interested in math that's atak you know just to add to this the math that we studied in college was very different from what we did you know in our school years um yes. it was yes. it was more application based you could see how it was applied in computer world or in even in real life world you could have direct correlation you could see how uh, things belong there and that is how the interest developed innately and then obviously we had great teachers who could you know inculcate that into us but i think that is a very big difference and very big disconnect that we have in schools where uh, there's so much uh, importance given to these set theories that they fail to uh, make us understand how it can be implemented in real world Make, you know fail to give us examples and how to compare it with real life examples that way we you know we relate to it on a more personal level and then understand it better exactly so i mean you know back in 11th grade when i like you know when i never started differentiation for the first time if someone had told me this is how you measure rate of change or this is the change in the rate of change back then just this this one sentence i would have understood differentiation in a completely different way uh, than i like you know than uh, than how i understood it back then even though that was not a part of the curriculum back then i agree but that could have actually helped me get interested in the subject quite earlier like i mean i mean you're true that our subject was more application based and that is why i developed interest for it but i'm saying that if every teacher teaches mathematics in the form of application Correct, then yeah. uh, students interest towards mathematics and uh, the fact that uh, students say mathematics is my most hated subject would you know like disappear correct and all the stigma towards mathematics would disappear as well if mathematics was taught in a different way uh, is is my uh, like you know point so you remember back in school we also had these uh, math labs yeah, like, yeah i mean not math labs like math labs <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, in mathematics like you know if you study that math lab workbook properly that is the practical application of math and how the math lab workbook was taught in my school was this is the experiment you have to do now you first cut this this is like it used to be very practice based as in you know like cut a square from a sheet of paper like this then paste it there cut another sheet of triangle which is like that and paste it there in a different way and all of that but nobody taught me why we are doing it why we are measuring this like that why are we cutting out these circles and squares and uh, why is a plus b whole square equals a square plus b square plus 2ab was not really taught to me in that practical way they never taught it like that if they had taught it like that in class or even if they had explained that workbook that math lab workbook properly then i would have a very different interest at mathematics is what i mean to say and not only not only i i'm talking about a lot of other people anybody yeah makes sense makes sense makes absolute sense but yeah like this has been i think one constant struggle which i think everyone faces and everybody recommends i don't know when it can be really uh, applied into our indian education system or i don't know how prevalent it is but you know what i'll not hold you for too long because i think it's already been uh, half an hour or so but um guys 
there are so many things you know it's it's hurts me to end this uh, episode so early uh, because i have other commitments and i have to run but um, i'll just give you a sneak peek that if sarthak wants he can come back and discuss on these sarthak has in his 3 years of college he has also left a dual life i would say where yeah he was awesome at studies he was awesome at academics but at the same time he was part of this group could imagine it as a small startup inside the college itself and he used to teach other people juniors seniors he used to run classes on variety of things he mentioned some of it uh, in our today's conversation but um, i want to you know get a deeper dive on how he developed interest towards you know his oratory skills and you know those challenges those dynamics that plays between uh, when you are a teacher when you are a student and all of that so if you guys are interested in this thing about it and if sarthak you are interested in talking about it i'd love to have you for another episode to discuss that sure i think a lot of students in our uh, community do not really have uh, adequate means to learn these things a lot of students in our community do not really still do not know why a resume is required and what the job of a resume is and stuff like that so i mean uh, i can speak as for as long as you want about uh, professional skills research skills and uh, public speaking skills of course as you mentioned so i mean definitely that's a, that's a talk for another day yeah yeah absolutely but thank you so much arthak for uh, joining me and having this lovely conversation there's so ma- so many more things i know we decided on you know different things we thought we'd delve into more on personal identities and uh, mental health a bit more and you know applications of math we touched a bit uh, we could you know go on a more detailed discussion on that but yeah uh, let's stole it for another day the podcast is not getting over this is just one episode guys sarthak is going to come again don't worry surely thank you very much anshul it was a nice uh, conversation and thank you guys for listening i'll catch you in the next one bye bye Bye. Thank you to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions. So, bye.